Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Lucy Kellaway's podcast from the Financial Times. I'm writing this column with a silver fountain pen. I had planned to bang it out on a manual typewriter, but I threw away my old Olivetti a long time ago and don't know anyone who still has one. Pen or Olivetti makes no difference. The point is not to write it on a computer. I've just started a 24-hour low-tech vigil to mark the stepping down of Bill Gates, who more than any other human being has made the modern office what it is. I wanted to celebrate his departure from full-time work at Microsoft by reminding myself of what life was like when windows were the things that let the light in. Last Tuesday afternoon, I composed an automatic email reply that said, Lucy Kellaway is in the office but not on the computer. You can send me a letter or ring or visit me on the second floor. Then I pressed submit but got a message back saying, Error. Database has too many unique field names. Ask administrator to compact database. God, I hate computers. But I love them too. I have no truck with the idea that they have frazzled our minds and shrunk our souls. Most office workers seem to be doing perfectly well, as far as I can judge. Although I'm addicted to email, it's quite under control. 24 hours cold turkey would be no problem. I bet you two pounds you'll crack, my daughter said when I told her about my plan. Done, I said. That afternoon, I shut down my machine and turned off my Blackberry. I cleared enough space on my desk for a lined pad of paper. I sat and looked at it. What am I supposed to do now, I wondered. Research my column, was the answer. But without the internet, how does one find anything out? I became a journalist in the year 15 BPC, before personal computers, and so I should remember, but I can't. Then I noticed that lots of people seemed to be coughing and squeaking on their chairs. Computers, it seems, make one deaf, and with the computer off, it was as if the power of hearing had returned to me. This wasn't entirely a pleasure, as the sounds of an open-plan office are better blotted out, especially if you're trying to concentrate. Otherwise, though, I was finding concentrating fine. The problem was that, deprived of all the stimulation of the internet, I wasn't sure what I was supposed to be concentrating on. I looked longingly over a colleague's shoulder and saw that he was reading something on the BBC website and writing an email. His screen was busy. I just had a blank sheet of paper. That evening I went home early, feeling anxious about all the people who were surely trying to get in touch with me. At around 9pm, I snuck upstairs and quickly checked my email, reasoning that, as I was at home, it didn't count. This was a mistake. Not only was there nothing interesting, but also my daughter caught me at it, and so I lost face, and two pounds. The next day I got in late, there being no hurry. The blank screen on my computer looked like a death, but what had died was my job. I felt an imposter in the office, feebly jotting down some notes on a pad like a work experience person. I didn't want to disturb colleagues, as they were attached to screens, so must be working. I stared out of the window, fretting that my lunch might have been cancelled without my knowing. In fact, it wasn't, and I made it a long one and had some wine, 
in the way we did in the BPC age. Back in the office and feeling slightly tight, I wrote a thank you letter to my lunch host. An email would have taken about one minute, but a traditional letter was quite a kerfuffle, involving a hunt for envelopes and paper and two phone calls, one to directory inquiries for the company phone number and one to the company for the address. It took me 11 minutes altogether, but I felt an unfamiliar stab of satisfaction when I was done and put the crisp envelope into the almost disused outbox. Then I settled down with the fountain pen to write this. It was the biggest shock of all. Writing with a pen involves thinking about what you want to say. On the computer, there's no need for this. I write any old thing in vast quantities, hoping that eventually I will write something I quite like. On a computer, I write, then think. But the fountain pen forces one to do it the other way round, which is quicker but much harder. And I am woefully out of practice. But how many words had I done? How did we live without word count? I read what I'd written, and it seemed a bit amateurish, as if this was my first article ever. Still, a little earlier than usual, I was nearly done. It had been a peaceful, if slightly lonely, day. My phone had gone twice, both times the IT help desk trying to sort out the out-of-office email problem from the day before. One person dropped by for a chat. I received no letters. I'd set out to see what work was like without a computer. This, I discovered, was the wrong question. Work is computers now. The two are the same thing. It may be technically possible to work without them, but one has the feeling that one is in a wrong age or wrong key. Computers may make it hard to concentrate and they waste acres of time, but I don't want to go back to the quieter life, BPC. I want to turn my computer on, copy-type this article, check the word length, and then see if anyone exciting has sent me a message. Thank you for listening. To read Lucy Kellaway's columns online, please visit www.ft.com forward slash Kellaway. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.